You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That one has hit a mile. Way back into left field. Hello, Berkeley. First home. Now back to 95.7 The Game. One of the loudest home runs I've ever heard. Whitey Gleason, Kyle Madsen, 95.7 The Game. You know what else is loud? Uh, the voices of our listeners, Kyle, who feel like NBA stars need to show up and play the games that they're paid to play in. 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line. We'll get to baseball. So great to have baseball back. As we get ready for the NBA playoffs, a number of times today we've touched on this topic. Adam Silver coming out this week and saying, we have too many games. The trend of star players not participating in a full complement of games is an issue. And a lot of fans feel like, yes, I'm paying this money uh, to see these players. They need to show up if they're not hurt. Getting their loads managed is a, a load. That's how a lot of people feel, Kyle. I think bringing up players from the past is kind of an interesting layer to this discussion. Someone in the text line says Kobe didn't manage his load. Uh, Kobe Bryant played 82 games four times in his career. Only four times, you um, So, I mean, got to 80 twice, and both of those were before turning 30. But anyways, um, that didn't happen. Michael Jordan wasn't playing 82 games a night because of the fans. Michael Jordan didn't go, man, you know what? I'm sore. I'm hurting but I have an obligation to the fans. No, it used to be viewed that game one is game one. And you are trying to win that game. You want to win every single game. And then you get into the playoffs and you want to win it. Now the, the goal is the championship. What is the best way to go about winning a championship? And we know now that the best way to do that is to make sure that your best players, your, your veteran players, your best players are in the best shape possible. And doing that means resting on the back end of back-to-backs. And, and oh, they have a little hamstring thing? Well, hey, they're going to sit for a week and we'll reevaluate and make sure that they're good. It's not – this is not some, like, middle finger to fans. It is a, hey, we want to win a championship. That's the goal. And this is the best way to go about that. Right. This increases our chances of winning a championship, which ultimately that's what we're paying this player or these players for from the uh, 408 whitey if star players cannot play discount the damn tickets fans are not responsible for players managing their load stop it i understand that it's upsetting to pay especially in the case of dynamic pricing you're paying more money to see a team with a star who doesn't play that's ludicrous but i'm not going to pin that on the player yeah i i i i think the the solution here is 
I can't I can't get past like why do you why stop in June? You're going up against baseball in July and August. Just extend the season. Take out back to backs, stretch game stretch stretch time between games out, and call it good. They did that a little bit, not to the extent that you're talking about. Remember when yeah. they extended the All Star break, mm-hmm. which was supposed to address that from the seven oh seven. I could care less. I think is I could not care less mm-hmm. uh, about Steph in Game 37. I want to see Steph in Games three through seven in a deep playoff run. That's a bar. I agree with that completely. From the 707, proving why it's the seat of all knowledge and wisdom. You're from the 707. I am. I feel like you're biased. Vallejo, California. I, I feel like you're biased. Maybe so, but I'm right. Hmm. Okay. Let's uh, let's see here. Matt in Oakland joins us, 95-7 the game. Matt, what is the answer to this conundrum, this load management conundrum? Well, you guys have it right. Um, it is greed. This sort of reminds me of... Oh, I'm sorry. And maybe this is what happened to Sam earlier. Sorry, Matt, we can't hear you. Maybe maybe we had a phone issue with Sam as well. Oh, oh what? I'm getting the... Yeah, Harry, right. you're on. Yeah, Hello? we we took care of it, Matt. Go okay. ahead, sir. Sorry about that. My man. You're up. Yeah. Sorry, fellas. No worries. No, I mean, I think you're basically, you're basically right. Uh, it is the condition that produced this deal. You could extend the season. That's one way. Uh, the smart move, in my opinion, is to do what Kerr said. Just lop 10 games off the schedule. Play everybody in your division three times, everybody else twice. That's 72. Um or you could extend it. That's fine with me because uh, I'm an ex-Ace fan, so I, I'm all for a basketball going into the summer because I'm not paying any attention to baseball anyway. But you're right. It is not the players' fault. Uh, they squeezed the seasons together over the last few years, and people are getting hurt. And uh, anybody who thinks that these players are, like, not as good as the people in the past, they don't know what they're talking about. They're faster. They're stronger. They're more skilled, and they get hurt more because it's at an even higher level than it's ever been. So uh, I want to see them in the playoffs. Uh, the games are meaningless. I, I applaud Pop and Kerr for doing this kind of stuff, and that's what i got to say. Hey, Matt, the A's loaded the bases in the – what inning was it, Kyle? Uh, I believe it was the fourth inning. And he left. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. Loaded A's the bases, not. nobody out and didn't score. How many runs did they push across in that None. frame? They didn't score. How many runs did it... – That's a zero. Still all knotted up and nothing right. in Philadelphia. But you know what? You're piling up uh, Zach Eflin's pitch count there. Boy, so yeah. Inning. I've often said that I loved him in High School Musical. <laughs> On the text line from the 203, which, of course, is over in the – I don't know where it is. Don't see that one a lot. 203? Do we know where that is? got to Google it. Yeah. To me, a $20 pint of beer is a bigger middle finger than someone taking care of their body. I understand the outrage. I really do. You know, I understand why fans like no, it's their basketball players. They're playing to play a game, and there's a game, and they're not playing. And all my favorites from the past always played every game. Why can't these guys? Would that? Would, here's, I don't agree here's my, with it, but I understand it. I don't want to come like if you go to a game to watch Steph, and Steph doesn't play, that sucks. I'm with it. But is will the NBA see an uptick in popularity if let's say they lop ten games off? And say, hey, you are required to play 72 games now, unless you're injured. Which, like, then teams are just going to make up injuries if they want to, if they want to, like, hey, he's got a sore knee, he's out tonight. Yeah, that's you know, what they that, used to do. I mean, yeah, true, they didn't have load management, but there were a lot of times when players were so and so is out tonight with a back injury. He's like, no, he, no, he isn't. At least now they're just saying load management. So, right? so yeah, so okay, they cut it to 72, and guys play 68 games instead. They have four nights a year where they sit out, and, you know, they take out back to backs and all that. But is that going to, like, 
is the game going to become more popular? Like, what's the end goal here? Just to have, just to have. That's why, Kyle, I don't quite understand why the commissioner is bringing this to our attention, right? Because right? what's the benefit there? And I know there's a chance here we're going to have another labor dispute, so maybe they're firing a salvo uh, early on here in negotiations. But if I'm the NBA, if I'm the commissioner, which I'm not at this time. Yeah, you don't have a vote. You're not crossed. the commissioner. What do you do Fingers around crossed. here? Fingers crossed. I don't want to bring that to the attention of my customers that, you know, we have a lot of games in which our players don't play, our best players don't play. And is it a lot? Like, is it a lot of games? Hey, Steph Curry's been he hurt. Says it's a trend. Trend of star players not participating in a full complement of games. It's not like Giannis is out here playing 40 games. He does admit part of the issue is injuries. One of the things we have focused on a league office, blah, blah, blah. I'm not standing here, said the commissioner, saying I have a great solution. Well, then what are you saying and why are you saying it? That's a yeah, problem. I don't have a great solution. Like, oh, okay, figure it out and then bring it to us. I still think like it. He know. said, I also have said in the past, if we have too many games, that's something we should look at as well. It's something as we sit down and we're looking at new media deals and looking at a new collective bargaining agreement, we will be studying. There wasn't any banging of the table or anything like that. From my discussions with players, they recognize it's an issue too. Yeah, and that's like like fine, and they'll figure it out, I'm sure. But I just I don't know what there is to be gained outside of like, oh, some people will get to see their see Steph play. It's just he. I, I don't know what the goal is. Like, what? Why? 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 Is I, it? Is it to? Is it to? It, it, will the league see a massive uptick in popularity if the star players are playing seventy-two of seventy-two instead of seventy-two of eighty-two? As much as the NBA doesn't like it when fans are unhappy about paying X amount of money for a game in which so and so doesn't play, I think the bigger bigger problem for them is these games, as we've discussed where it's a nationally televised game and, you know, people are, if they're going to watch, they're going to watch to see the stars play. And then for whatever reason, the stars aren't playing. That's the bigger issue. That's what I think the commissioner is trying to address with this in-season tournament. The more I think about it, which I spend too much time thinking about it, there's a lot more important things to think about. (laughs) But he's probably thinking, look, some of these games, we can give our broadcast partners this game between, not only is it between the Bucks and the Nets, but it's also a semifinal game in the tournament. And we will save those games for you. You will get to show those on your on your networks or your, your network. Oh, yeah, the midseason tournament games. Yeah, Whoop. so they're just trying to Hell yeah. Yeah, get a little more money out of the networks. It's by ridiculous. Yeah. It's Good ridiculous. Luck with that. I don't know. Was that your Jim Rome? It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with that said, that's, uh, I think that's what that's – all about but if anybody should understand the importance of resting your players it's warrior fans right i'm off yeah i mean it's really been valuable the last couple of seasons yeah i know and right it's, now it's he's part just of the hurt, reason hurt. he's been really good the last couple of years yes thank you so no i think um teams are going to do it as long as I, I you know i know fans matter like fans being at games are the, is the reason that that the leagues exist but if we're going to drag every player that doesn't win a title and we're going to drag every player that um, isn't isn't making deep playoff runs and doesn't finish their career with the ring and, oh, this guy can't be the GOAT because he did this. And if, if that's going to be the culture around the sport, 
and we are going to increasingly point to the regular season as something that doesn't matter because what you do in the regular season pales in comparison to what you do in the playoffs. Teams are teams and players are going to continue gearing up for the playoffs. That is all that matters. You touched Kyle on one of the most interesting aspects of this when you were talking about the NBA should maybe market teams instead of individuals. And I just think that's so much harder to do now. And as I said, and as you probably know, Commissioner Silver had said early on in his tenure, his tenure of glory as commissioner of the NBA. I'm just jealous because I'm not the commissioner. Uh, he had said, we're yeah. going gonna to market teams more. I just think that's really hard to do now in any sport. A big part of that is because you've got so much player movement on the text line here. From the 408, companies have taught employees there's no loyalty. I'm okay with free agency, enabling players to get something back from ex- exploitative owners? Exploitative. 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 Thank you. But rooting for a team in my Harrison Barnes or even KD jersey is embarrassing. I have a Nick Young jersey, and I'm not embarrassed by it. Sean Livingston as well. Yeah, I know Sean Livingston playing. would be different. I know not playing There's not the negative connotation with Sean Livingston, a war- Sean Livingston wear a jersey that there be with uh, with a KD jersey. Yeah, and I, I I'm not naive to the fact that like part of the reason the NBA gained so much popularity is because individual stars. Like I'm not, but at the end of the day, if you're a Warriors fan going to watch the Warriors, and and Steph Curry is load managing or Clay is load managing, I feel like. It should your experience at that game shouldn't be like, well, I got screwed. I paid to go to this game because I paid to see this specific player play. Yeah. Like, no, you, you, you ultimately are paying to watch the two teams play. Yeah, someone points out from the 650, Popovich got fined for resting his players, and I think that was a televised game like 2012, even though they lost on a last-second three from the Heat. But, yeah, he got fined for sitting his stars – for a nationally televised game, and they almost won that game. So it was a good game. Yeah. Fun. But, I mean, to that point, there are people who are going to be like, oh, LeBron's not playing tonight? Well, and I'm not. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Yeah. And that's, I, I again, I understand that aspect of it. But if their goal is, hey, you know what? Fans are leaving stadiums unhappy on a nightly basis. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Right. And if the owners would say, it's fine if they're leaving the state. If they don't, <laughs> if they don't show <laughs> right. up, I got a problem. Right. But if they're leaving, that means cha-ching. Right. And that's, that's why I'm wondering how motivated the NBA is to fix this. How much is it impacting their bottom line? I think it's potentially impacting their TV contracts. That's where I think they're really concerned. Hmm. That's where I think it's an issue for them. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll leave it here from the 831. Whitey and Madden would be street clothes, Anthony Davis level soft as NBA players. I'm not going to disagree with that, are you? Yeah, no. I'd be, t- oh, just abysmal. I mean, I wouldn't draw a charge. You foul me and I'm laying down on the ground like LeBron. Right. My finger hurts. Yeah, dude. I got to manage my load. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me to run? You want me to play both ends? I'm going to play offense and defense? I'm out. All right. Baseball's back anyway, right? We'll we'll circle back to the NBA. Last I'm game out. of the NBA season. You agree with me, don't you, Kyle, on the NBA? Don't bet today. Don't bet anything today because today's just crazy, crazy day in the NBA. I was going to look at the lines because I want to see if something like super jumps out. Just to your point, here's the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have been really bad in the second half, are favored by eight points over the Milwaukee Bucks Huh? in Cleveland. Um, the, where are we at? 
there's not even a line on Memphis and Boston. <laughs> a good, a potentially good game there, but they're probably going to rest their stars, and that's why I hate this league. Sure. Um, I, I'm going to tune into that game because I want to see Jason Tatum against John Morant. Um, any other weird lines here? Don't all the games start at the same time today because they're they're doing that baseball not, thing? Not all of them, but I think all the games of consequence like Jazz and Nuggets Portland. start at the same time. Yeah. Jazz play the Blazers and the Nuggets play the Lakers. And yeah, Jazz Dallas are gonna has beat, the Spurs. Jazz are almost certainly going to beat Portland. What's the line on that one? Dallas is oh – no, the Jazz, the Jazz are favored by 18 and a half. Okay. Uh, they're minus 10,000 on the money line. <laughs> Bet 10,000 to win 100. Um, the other one, this is wild. The Suns have really nothing to play for. They're locked in. They're still favored by 14 and a half at home against the Kings. The Kings, you said. The, the pesky Kangs. Kings. Kings, yo. Well, second out of back-to-back for them, right? I think mm. the Clippers got them last night. Oh, yeah, that's mistaken. right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because uh, Utah just needs to win over Portland – to lock up the fifth spot, it looks like the Warriors at three would play the Nuggets. That looks like that's where we're headed. Still a little wiggle room there. Who knows what the Pelicans bring tonight? They're not playing for anything. And then Dallas could still beat the Spurs, right? How about this? Now, I don't know if all of the Spurs stars who didn't play last night, are some of them playing tonight? What would that say about how Pop feels about Kerr and the Warriors? You guys want third? All right, I'll tell you what. When you play us, we'll sit all our guys. The next day when we play Dallas, the team that you're fighting for the third spot, we'll play all our guys, Steve. How about that? Does that work for you? And do you want to go into a series against a team that knows that you just lost on purpose so you could play them? (laughs) No chance. Right. You don't. You don't. That's that's the kind of smoke you don't need. Uh, The 925 on the text line, this is a fascinating text. All right. Is it a text of the day nominee? Or are you going to make it a text of the day winner? You can have more than one. I'm going to make it a nominee on the Xfinity mobile text line for text of the day. Okay. I'd rather watch Steph play for 10 minutes and the Warriors lose than Steph not play and the Warriors win at $200 a ticket. And as a person that went to the Celtics game where Steph got hurt and played about 10 minutes and the Warriors got blown out, I can tell you that is not an enjoyable experience. It was not a super fun time. Mm -hmm. No, because it was your fault. We all knew because it was your first time. Hey, everybody, I'm going to the Warrior game. Right. How'd that work out? If Steph hadn't played and the Warriors won, it would have been a way more enjoyable experience. Yeah. Well, I mean, if that's how that person feels, I don't feel that way. I don't quite understand that, but that's how they feel, right? Here's Brian. Brian, should we let Brian talk? No. (laughs) Yeah, let it rip, Brian. All right, Brian. Kyle, you didn't have any. we'll, We'll give him one shot, right? And then we'll see. We'll evaluate. Future Brian comments. I liked what I heard so far. All right. Keep going, Brian. (laughs) Sorry to cut you off, Waddy, but Kyle, you didn't have an enjoyable experience seeing that great one possession game. What? Uh, That was the Boston game, right? Yeah. Yeah, they lost by like 20. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. My bad. I thought you were talking about the Denver series. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. He's talking about the, uh, yeah, the game against the No, I went to the game against the game that Steph got hurt. Yeah. And they got it. They cut it to like the Warriors cut it to like nine, and then the Celtics went on a run and won by a bunch. Yeah, but it doesn't bode well for any future comments from Brian today on the show. Yeah, I know. Oh, boy. It happens, right? <laughs> it happens. There's been a million. There's 81 Warriors games this year that we could have been talking about. So. Right. Right. All good. B. No problems. Um, let's get back to baseball, right? For just a second here, because baseball wonderfully is back with us. 
anything, Kyle, so far here? Day three of the MLB. Well, technically it's day four, huh? Because I started Thursday. Thursday, Friday. Uh, anything so far that you're definitely in on or out on already about baseball this year? I'm in on the double, uh, the uh, the designated hitter in both leagues. Are you? Yeah. Have you even noticed? Uh, yeah, I have. I mean, I, Joey Bart was I gotta, freaking hit ninth on opening day. I noticed because, that because I got to tell you, yeah, and he went yard. Yeah, I know. So I know. here's, so I'm just saying, I noticed. I have not. I've I've consumed a ton of baseball over the last couple of days. Not once have been have I been like, God, this game could use a double switch. Ugh. I just I haven't. I think I, Kyle's I have coming not, after me. On I have this, not. And I'm just I have let not it roll once been like been like. You know what? I would love to see a pitcher flail at a breaking ball on an 0-2 count right here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And instead, I got to watch a real hitter. Dang, I missed this. Not once. That's not happened. Got to watch a real hitter. I thought you've been watching the A's. Well, it's barely. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're dramatically <laughs> over you are you are dramatically overshooting how much A's baseball I've consumed. <laughs> okay, I just know you're a big fan. And a week ago, you're like, I'm not going to any games. Have you at least softened your view on that? No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I am out on saying Ghost Runner. And here's the same thing, Ghost Runner. Same. It's not a Ghost Runner. There's a physical being at second base. Right, right. Isn't it called the Manfred Man now? It should be. That's a good one. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. You weren't supposed to talk, but that was a good one. No, that was you were fine. You supposed to get no, permission that was a good interjection. Talking, but that was, that was good. You scored. Well done. Um, how about the zombie runner? I didn't make this up, but you know, you got a ghost runner. No, it's not a ghost runner. Zombie runner because that guy was out last inning. He's gone. But I'm in, a, he's I'm in on back. that way more Whoa. than I'm in on ghost runner. He's like a zombie out the on problem, second base. And, and somebody could say ghost runner applies the same way because he was dead and now he's back. But ghost runner is a literal thing. Right. Like when you're on the playground and you have six friends and you're There's going, nobody hey. out there. Who's right. out there? Right. Okay. So we're playing. We have runners on first and second and somebody gets a single. Okay. Well, there's all three of the people on our team are on base. Now I'm going to go run in and hit ghost runner on third. Who are you going to call ghost runner? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Postbuster. Yeah. So that's, that's a ghost runner. <laughs> yes. It's not. Manfred man is a good one. Manfred Very good man one. is a good one. Zombie runner. I think the great John Miller just says automatic runner. Automatic that, that runner. works. Free yeah. runner. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to – never mind. I was going to make a bad joke. I'm not going to do no, that. No, go ahead, please. No, I think we all – don't no, we want to hear it, Brian? No, don't we want to hear Kyle's bad joke? No, it joke? is not I would love to hear your bad joke, Kyle. Let me um, hear it. Nope, it's not. Nope, I caught myself because of the medium. 888-957-957 if you want to hear Kyle's bad joke on Ghost Runners. No, no, I don't – I mean, I don't – It's. I, is it no, a dad I'm joke, gonna, Kyle? No, it's not. It's not. Ah, no, mm, no, I'm not going to do it. You could call it the – you could even call it before Ghost Runner. You could call it like – Runner placed on second base in an effort to depress overall time of game. You could, yeah. If you can come up with a I feel like you didn't snappy love that acronym. One. Well, depress time of game. I don't even know if that's the right word for it. Compress? Yeah. <laughs> you, Shorten? Compress? Shorten time you just of game? need a wacky acronym about okay. somebody who was a great pinch runner and then figure out a way to make Herb the, Washington. <laughs> Hurricane Herb. Yeah. Figure out a way to make the you know an acronym out of his name. Then you've got something. Okay. Yeah. I'll work. I'll workshop that. You know who else I'm I'm in on, or who else? Uh, what else I'm in on is this uh, the Japanese player. Did you hear about this guy? I'm struggling here to find it. Ah. Oh, his his perfect Roki game. Roki Sasaki. Is this the guy that threw the perfecto? It is. Oh my God. Roki Sasaki is 20. He's in uh, Japan's top professional league, the Nippon Professional Baseball League. And, you know, when guys uh, come over from Japan, that's the league that they were playing in. 20 years old, he threw the first perfect game in Japanese baseball 
since 1994, and he struck out 19. He struck out 19. 19. In a perfecto. Did you see any of the video? I did not. Just nasty. Just this really smooth, easy 102. Got a nice little breaking. It was, dude, he's he's nice. Fastball that routinely tops 100 miles an hour. A devastating forkball. Roki oh. Sasaki needed 105 pitches to log the 94th no-hitter in baseball pro, uh, pro baseball history. Of course, if he was playing over here, he'd have been out in the sixth inning. Yeah, they probably. Him out, At know. least. So that was, I, I saw that Sean Manaya on opening day got pulled. He was in the middle of a no hitter and got pulled after 88 I, I pitches in the that. seventh inning. It wasn't opening day, but. Yeah, I'm sorry, second day. Yeah. Um, Friday, right? Yeah. But they had opened on they Thursday. They played Thursday okay. and they had their, you so, had a no hitter for six and they took him out. So Sean, Sean Manaya had a no hitter through seven innings. He's at 88 pitches and I saw this like outrage about it. It's like, dude, they're coming off a shortened spring. Sean Manaya recently had a season-ending shoulder injury that kept him out for effectively an entire season. Um, ended one season, kept him out for most of the next one. Um, he's at 88 pitches in his first start. Like, I have no problem with that for a lot of what we're talking about with this load management yeah, I know. stuff. I know. It's like there are 162 games. There was just a time when you wouldn't do that, Kyle. Those days are gone, but some people are still clinging to them. For a reason. Yes, I know. I know. Uh, more baseball ins and outs. Also, massive giant overreactions. The savior arrives today for the Giants. Overreaction? <laughs> a little bit. What do you got? 888-957-9570. Kyle Madsen, Whitey Gleason, 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Down the left field line, Ruff is on the ball. Whitey Gleason, Kyle Madsen with you. My wife, Shinya, pointed out um, yesterday, I thought this was kind of mean, because I guess after that win on Friday, the uh, Giants on Twitter posted a, you know, undefeated. And she said yesterday, she said, well, I guess they're going to have to change that. Where's that coming from? I mean, it's factually correct, but. Got them. 
Yeah. <laughs> Got him. I love the I love the undefeated after one game bit. <laughs> yeah, gets that's, time. I think that's where she was goes like, really? After one game? Hey, I guess Bonte had the uh, tweet of the day yesterday, huh? He sure did. Yeah. He said Carlos Rodon had 12 Js through five innings. He said that was that's very impressive. Extremely <laughs> impressive. It was. I don't think I've done that in five weeks. <sighs> and yesterday, the, wow, five weeks. Yesterday, a lackluster offensive performance from the uh, orange and black. But that's okay because today the uh, Elliot Ramos era begins, Kyle. It sure does. All we've heard about for three years now is this, this guy just hits nukes. So I can't I can't wait to see him in the uh, in the majors and see if it translates. So whose roster spot is he taking? Do um, we know that? Yes. One of the Giants relievers. Okay, I figured it was something um, like that. I believe it was Brebia went on the bereavement list. Oh, okay. I didn't want to start casting aspersions on Mauricio Dubon already. Oof. Not yet. What was he doing? I have no idea. <laughs> Is that going to be your tough base running? Willard and Dibs. Yeah. Uh, then what are you doing? Yeah, it might yeah, be. Yeah. Maybe he just hates the Manfred man. That's what we're calling the runner on second, and just wanted to eliminate it. Yeah. So he's just like, here comes some bad base running. Cool. We're starting fresh. I was on the air with JD on Friday again in for um, Damon and Ratto, and so we're you know we're trying to kind of walk that tightrope. We didn't really want to talk a lot about the game till the game was over. So we got it on, and we're trying to watch it as we're doing the show. And then I saw that happen and didn't see who it was. I said, who is that? And J.D. says, guess. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, tough. Really? Tough. Yeah. Did you what know, Marie? Did you, you know? Doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing right there? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought it was one, and then it wasn't. And boy, right. that was... Um, Mauricio Dubon. Did you know Mauricio Dubon is older than Carlos Correa? No, I didn't. That's a fact, which was nuts to me to find out. In my in my brain, Mauricio Dubon's like 22. And so when he made that, it's like, ah, you know, he's a ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like a young player. Classic Kapler, though. Kapler said after the game, I've never heard a manager say this before at any level. And okay, I didn't play, you know, travel ball. But I play, you know, senior Babe Ruth and Little League and Little High School. But Kapler says Mauricio Dubon doesn't have a lot of confidence on the base paths. What and are you doing? That that makes sense, but I've just never heard anyone say it that way. Yeah, I, I but I get it. Like if you're sec- if you're second guessing what you're doing at all times, like that's the big thing. If you're afraid to make a mistake, you're going to make a mistake. Like that's just put it in ink. And if you're on, if you're at second and you see that ball go in the air, you you're like, ah, oh, is it is it down? Is it not? Okay, well if it's down, I gotta go. I gotta I gotta score. I wanna win. It, it's just there's there's just like an instinct that takes over. Yeah, I like the, I say, I I agree with this. Like, but I just never thought of it that way. Yeah, I I, I guess I haven't either. But what a weird what what an odd thing to not have confidence in. Like, how does that get? How do you how do you reach that point? Right. Is it just is it just he he doesn't read the ball off the bat correctly? Is it that situationally he knows he needs to sc- he can score the winning run in that spot? So oh balls in the air, I think it's down. I gotta go. Oh wait, no, it's not. I just I don't know. That's a that's a very very strange thing. You know, Coach Gleason's solution to that. That's you, Coach Gleason. Is yes. You? Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you've been saying Kevin. 
But you've been saying coach this whole. Okay, go ahead. Synonymous. Um, I'm for Mauricio Dubon. I want you out at the yard before batting practice for 45 minutes every game, and we're gonna play pickle. You're gonna play pickle for 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if that. Mm, I don't know. Oh, that, come on, but during, proof. But dude, but during BP, seriously, like go stand, take a little lead off first base behind the net there, and when the ball gets put in play, decide whether you're gonna go or not. Like that. Like, read the ball off the bat. And bottom line is, and, whatever you decide, stay or go, just stick with it. Right. Right? Yeah. And, Easy for us to say. And have a coach standing there and go, hey, all right, one out, bottom nine tie game. You know, what are you doing in this spot? Okay. You're going on, uh, ball's on the ground, you got to go. You know, oh, ball's in the air, let's read it and see. Like, there's, there's ways you can work on it just so things become more second nature. But, yeah, I just, I think in that spot, it's a guy who doesn't play a ton, who's trying to make a play for his team, knows if he scores there, it's game over, it's opening day. I think he just got overzealous and then realized, like, oh, this isn't the right thing. Yeah. And and, and that that's what happens when you're not just relying on instinct and when you're overthinking. Let me just share this quickly. We'll move on. I want to get it off my chest. I know no one cares, but I was playing, you know, slow pitch softball once, and I'm on first base. There's two outs. Guy hits a line drive to left field. And so um, I know I can make it to third. I had good wheels, Kyle. I know I can I make can it to that. third. There are two outs. I'm aware of that. And around second, I'm coming in third. It's like I'm going to be safe by a mile. Not a great slide, um, but I was safe. And the umpire said, you're out. And I know I was safe by a wide margin. Go back to the dugout. And as you know, and I was a younger guy, and there's some older guys on the team. And this guy said, you never make the third out at third base. What's wrong with you? I was like, but I was safe. I was so I'm mad about it to this day because I'm telling you, Kyle, I was safe. I didn't know that about this dumb rule, but I was actually safe. Did they call you Whitey's? I mean, Whitey Wheels Gleason? They called me many things. That may have been one of the things they called me, but I was safe, brother. I was in there. But you never make the third out of third base. Everybody knows that. I didn't, (laughs) actually. I didn't. What a. It's slow pitch softball guy. You can make the out <laughs> wherever you. you want to make it. Thank you. It's a, a very competitive team, though. You. you also never make the final out at home, too. No, that's not a that's not a thing. You don't want to do that, but that's not a thing. Like never make the was never make the first or the third out at third base, right? Yes. Travel ball guy. Yeah. So, I had a here's my slow pitch softball tale. I struck out looking once, <laughs> and. I got back to the bench and I tell the guy, I'm, I'm almost going to leave. You're done. I, so I just lost track of the count. I would play in different leagues. And in one league, you started with no strikes and one league, you started with one. I had lost track of the count is what happened. And so I might've I, done that once trying to hit left-handed. So I take a pitch and strike three. And I was like, oops. And I go back and I sit down and I'm kind of laughing. And, and I tell him the, the coach or whatever he is, the manager guy. Um, I go, I go, man, I just lost track of the count. This guy looks me dead in the face and goes, dude, we cannot have that. Like, all right, guy, I had four beers in the parking lot before the game. You're lucky I'm hanging out here. Wow. Like, it just, yeah, we cannot have that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we can. R-E-L-A-X. We literally can. It's slow pitch softball. Yeah. Lowest division slow pitch softball, by the way. Wow. Jerk. You should have said, but I'm having fun. But at least I didn't make the third you out of third base. It. That's what I said. Neither did I. <laughs> that's what makes me that's so not, mad. That's not what the umpire said, and it's the umpire's call. All right. Baseball is back. Elliot Ramos is back. How much do the do the Giants have a need for him? The exciting thing about this is this has been part of the plan, right? Farhan's mm-hmm. plan. We keep things going as best as we can ahead of schedule. And then at some point, you know, Joey Bart already here hit the home run. The young players are going to arrive. 
and one of them arrives today. Yeah, it's de- it's one of those we've been hearing about these guys for so long. And it's like, okay, great. This is supposed to be a foundational piece. And I know there's I know there's there's others. There's, you know, Hunter Bishop and um Luciano. Um, Luciano, thank you. Um but Ramos is going to be the first one that's like, all right, hey, if this guy comes up and mashes, this is foundational piece number one to help the Giants contend for the next 10 years, where they're not going to have to piece it together with Slater and Duggar. And right. Ruff and you can have your not, Freddie Freeman Dodgers. We don't want them. We got our own guys. Right. Exactly. And not, not our own guys where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to platoon and this guy's going to hit lefties really well. It's like, no, this is going to be a star. That's that's what the the desired outcome is here. This is not, yeah, maybe we'll see this, this guy. Like, no, this guy's supposed to be really good. I think that's what they're thinking for Joey Bart as well. Like he's yes. supposed to be the next great thing. And we drafted him so high. Yeah. Yeah. Although they didn't draft him. This bunch didn't draft him. So there's still, you still have to wonder what happens with Joey if he struggles, but so far so great, right? With Joey Bart hitting ninth, which I thought was weird. National league catchers hitting ninth. Although I, you know, we have seen that before a time or two. I'm not as down with the DH as you are, Kyle, but whatever. I accept it now. We move on. Uh, one more thing in or out so far with Major League Baseball. I am in on this. I think this was in Baltimore. It was the Rays and the O's. I think it was in Baltimore. Guy makes a catch of a foul ball in his beer cup, and then he drinks from it. I know it's not the first time we've seen that, but I'm just totally in on that. All the I way. am, too. That's like, you have classic. to. Yeah. You have to. What did he it? spill any beer? Probably. I don't think he did. Oh, good. Yeah. Nothing splashed out. Well, I think I don't know that there was that much beer in. I'm I'm not sure. It was a heck of a play, and then you know, it just that's a great move. Yeah, you great have move. to. You have Could to. Could anything it. be more American than that? I can think of a couple things, but that's way up there, and it's 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 super far, super far up there. Yeah, if you do that and then you reach in and you're like, ew. Right. <laughs> like I'm not drinking. Oh, I need a new one. I'm pouring the ew, and I don't want to. Honestly, touch the, the hand off. the hand eye to just catch the ball, like because the beer cup is not that big around, not that much bigger around than the ball. So just to have the hand-eye to catch the ball in the beer is extremely impressive. And people are like, wow, it's the beer. Now he's drinking the beer, and that's fun, and I get that. But I want to note the athleticism and the hand-eye to be able to to make that maneuver happen. Wasn't there a guy a few years ago that had a baby in one arm and then he caught the foul ball with the other? Yeah. That's that's risky. I bet he heard about that that's when he got a hole. Super risky. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like cool, but also like if you misread that, there's uh yeah, there's gotta be a margin for error that's gotta be factored in there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if that's me, I am turning and covering baby and baby right. not catching ball to the yeah. face is my right. number that's one priority, priority, right? That's yeah. if I can protect the baby, I've done my job, and then the ball goes where it goes. Yeah. Didn't he catch it with his hat? He may have. Yeah, I think he may have. That was impressive. Kyle, here's something about baseball. It's going on at the major league level, college level. Glad you're here, you being a, um, let's see, is this true, travel ball catcher? Yeah. Okay. Sub-mediocre travel ball catcher for sure. I'm not sure whether I should be in on this or out. I really haven't noticed it a lot watching the games, but I'm talking, of course, about the pitchcom deal. Signals communicated via pitchcom, which are given by the catcher in the game. This is legal now, right? Um, you can have a catcher giving signals to the pitcher via pitchcom, which is like um, an Apple Watch, and there's buttons on there for each of the pitches. There's a button for, let's see, four-seam, curveball, slider, change-up, sinker, cutter, split, knuckleball, and two-seam. 
Sick. Those are my buttons. And then and then you hear that with a special thing that's in your cap. Yeah, it's like right yeah. above the ear. And you go, curveball. Or whoever's voice we put I hope it. that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so what do you think? Is this good? Is this the idea is maybe it speeds up the game a little. It's certainly Isn't it supposed to mitigate sign stealing? Sign stealing, yeah. I I maybe I guess. I don't I don't this is one of those things where it's like fine. Like if that's cool. I don't I You just feel I, like it's not that big of a problem for this drastic of I just feel like the pitch com change, like I didn't solution. I don't even that's okay, so this is what when I'm watching, I don't even notice. It doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game at all. I can still pitch sequencing is one of my favorite things about baseball. I love watching how a pitcher goes about in a bat, and I love trying to go through like, okay, hey, he's gone two breaking balls away here. He might bring that fastball high and tight, and I love trying to kind of guess that part of the game. I don't need to see the catcher dropping down signs to to enjoy that. So I don't. If if baseball feels that this is a positive fix for the sport, then then fine. And I know not every pitcher is using it, and not every club's using it, but yeah, um, I, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Uh, obviously, let's see. It looks like about half of the 30 MLB clubs have expressed interest. So I actually, I don't know that anybody's using it now. They have tinkered with it. Some of them have. Uh, and yeah, the catcher has nine choices on his wristband device. Was the fallout from what happened with the Astros so great that? Baseball has to do this because that's why they're doing it, right? It's one thing, sign stealing, been going on forever. But Altuve with the wire and the the world championship that the Astros won, tainted by what we know and what we don't know, that's why they have to do this. Is was it that big of an issue? Is it that big of a stigma around all that that baseball has to provide a solution like this? Well, I think that it's less about providing a solution and more like they want to avoid having to try and litigate that again because they had no idea what to do it was just like okay find that guy and suspend that guy nothing happens to any of the players right even though players they were the tell ones me what happened it. and we'll give you amnesty and yeah. then this thing will go away and it was just a disaster that's when the like, commissioner called the world series trophy a hunk of metal wild it's just a hunk of metal wild. what's the difference guys my favorite part about it though is that brian cashman is now blaming that for why the yankees don't have a title since 2009 <laughs> he's like it makes me sick <laughs> kick rocks yeah. but no, I, I, I think that baseball just doesn't want to deal with this again, not because it like looks bad, but more because they don't know how to handle it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't and trying. so my my greater problem with the, the sign stealing stuff is people go, sign stealing's been around forever. Like, yeah, because if you have just bad signals and they're not creative, teams are gonna figure it out. But when your signals are fine, but they are relaying the signs and putting them into a computer and using that. That that's that's where I draw the line. And that to me, if you're really only trying to mitigate sign stealing, there are super easy ways to make sure that that's not going on. That is very easy to keep from happening. I like the Cal Ripken solution. And I was uh, I was on with Ratto and, and Kolsky one day and they were both like, oh, that's barbaric. How can you do that? Cal Ripken said a few years ago, if someone is stealing the signs, you throw one, you buzz the tower. And you let them know why you're doing it. And I mm-hmm. think there was a, I think there was a catcher who said that too. If someone's peeking back, that's a little different. But like, I think you know, A. Rod supposedly used to peek back, and he would tell this catcher, I forget who it was, he'd tell the guy, "Don't do that again." And if you do it again, you know, then they would buzz the tower. Right. Yeah. And you know, major league pitchers, I know, oh, it's dangerous, but there's a lot to be said for old-fashioned hardball justice. 
don't do that or we're going to knock you down. Yeah, Is that the solution I'm, that you spoke of? No. Because oh. <laughs> I get I get where Rado and Kolsky are coming from, but I also I also see what you're saying. Because the pitcher that the pitcher doesn't have a lot of recourse. Right. If the batter is sitting there going, okay, let's see, I'm gonna look. Yeah. And you can mix up your signs so he doesn't know what he's looking at. And you know, that's that's more my thing. Is like have different signs, mix it up every inning. Well, as you know, as a catcher, peeking back also you get location too. Yeah, yeah but yeah. again, that's I mean, that's that you can there there's ways to mitigate that. You know, I just you, gave you, you the best like, way, and you don't like it. If that's how you want to handle it, like it is fine. Yeah, but there, there's. I, I, and if I, you don't do it, we don't have a problem or an issue. It, there's a difference between <laughs> what should happen and like what's going to be acceptable. If you do that, all of a sudden your guy's getting thrown out. Now guys are getting ejected. Now there's suspensions. It's like that's that's just a lot. So, can't make right, an so omelet hit, without breaking hit. a few eggs, Kyle. Yeah, you can't make a omelet without breaking a few Gregs. Shout out Succession. Um, so I don't know. Just beep, yeah, just beep it in. Sure, I don't. But at some point, we're gonna get we're gonna get people intercepting intercepting radio waves, mm-hmm. and oh, they're patched in, and at some point, it's gonna become a problem. But yeah, sure. Are there any celebrities you can think of? Because I think you can customize the voices. Are there any celebrities Hilarious. that you would like to have? Like for the forcing the fastball, I would have. Usain Bolt. I don't know what he sounds like, but I'd have him saying, "Maybe this was Usain Bolt fastball," or I just well, have I his voice. Exactly what he sounds like. Wouldn't everybody just want Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Turkish Airlines. That's pretty good. It's, it's like no I, fastball. What? <laughs> That's a four. Turkish, Turkish Airlines. Uh, man, what celebrity? Um, if we can get. Macho Man Randy Savage's voice in there posthumously. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, give me that all day. For mm-hmm. all the pitches. For all the pitches. For all of them. Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. James Earl Jones has to be the best one, though. That was, uh, yeah, that was one I did earlier, right? For uh... Slider. So you do it as Darth Vader or James Earl Jones then? Yeah. Why you went, this is CNN. Maybe that's what I would do. Is just <laughs> I would just do different Star Wars characters. I want James Earl Jones from Field of Dreams. Okay. Yeah. That's um, just regular James Earl Jones. Yeah. That's Sinker what's so great about James Earl Jones. Knuckle, two seamer, slider, curveball, four seamer. I guess it can work. And those who've tried it say, yeah, it's okay. I'm just, I think I'm with you, Kyle. I don't understand why there's a need for this right now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, basically in favor of less technology. This is kind of neither here nor there, but eh, if we don't really need it, why why are we going to do it? Because I think Because I think it has to do with, like I said, baseball doesn't want to deal with another sign stealing scandal, and so this technology came to their came to their desk, and they went, "Oh, great! This is easy to implement. Mm-hmm. Let's see if the players like it." Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Flair for a fastball up from the uh, nine two five. Rick Flair's. I'm not trying to do it here, but woo for a fastball up. Okay, could work. Yeah. Okay. From the nine two five, the guy had a beer in one hand, baby in the other. Guy lets go of baby, catches ball, then re-catches baby. Deserved an MLB contract after that one. But the baby was on one of those. He let go of baby? Well, but the baby he, was so, attached to him. So wasn't he's it got, one of those harness things? I'm trying to. So he's got beer, baby. Ball comes in. He launches baby in the air, <laughs> catches I, ball, and then lines baby up and catches baby? I don't think And that, then chugs I beer? the baby was in one of those baby harness things. Like an ergo. Things. If you say so. That's what it's called. Okay. It's called an ergo. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just call it baby backpack, whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, so if he let go of the baby, wasn't that the baby was plummeting towards um, the concrete uh, and then he scooped him up? I don't know. It was a heck of a play. I just think the percentage play there is don't worry about the foul ball. Protect the dang baby. But maybe I'm just old-fashioned, Kyle. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Because you got an orange peel in you. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 888-957-9570. If you want to match any of these pitches with a celebrity voice here for the, what is it called again? The Pitchcom. 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 Yeah. Also, dribbling back to the NBA and the Warriors. Seinfeld characters. That's Ooh. what I want. Yeah? I want Seinfeld characters. Okay. Anyways, yes. keep going. Yeah. Okay, I will. Thank you. No, I like that idea, though. Uh, Usain Bolt sounds like the peanut guy from Planner's Peanuts. I wasn't trying. I don't even know what Planner's guy sounds like. I thought he had, like, a British accent or something. I wasn't trying to do anybody. I said I don't know what Usain Bolt sounds hey, like. Hey, on Pitchcom, yeah. if I don't throw a knuckleball, can the catcher still hit knuckleball? <laughs> sure. Does it yeah. work? <laughs> Just like, I guess. Here he goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, coming up next, back to the NBA, the Warriors with the playoffs nearly upon us. This Warrior team, it's the dub debate today. Is this a legitimate contender right now? The Warriors, as they currently stand right now, legitimate contender or no? It's next, Kyle Madsen, Whitey Gleason, 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.